All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoopball presentation Hello and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show presented by Hoopball. My name is Adrian Benjamins and I'm joined by Neil Rochelani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Get some delicious coffee and taste the Kona difference. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com. You can also find their coffee over at Amazon. Neil. Yes. How are you doing, my man? I am just following all the chatter. Trade what, buzz it, chatter. Have you heard all this stuff going on tonight? What's the latest and greatest? <sighs> I have been disconnected for the last hour. What have I missed, man? Well, I don't know if there's anything been updated in the last hour, but uh, this whole Gasol news about him not playing tonight, looking like there's almost a deal done with Charlotte. Um. That's the one that's kind of really jumping out at me. I, I think, I think he's, I think he's out of there. It's crazy, huh? Yeah, it's, I, it's, yeah, it's insane. And you know, we have no idea. Have like, have you heard any 
um, like estimates on what the deal could include, like what Charlotte would be sending back to Memphis? I I don't know exactly who they're sending back. I don't know if they're sending back uh, just to, I know there's a pick involved coming back from Charlotte. I don't know the other players involved or the terms or anything. It just seems way too um, much going on for him not to be traded. It's unfortunate. I was going to I was going to start him in DFS tonight. Obviously, I did not do that. But anyway, on <laughs> bigger news. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I guess. You know, JJJ had a phenomenal night. That's going to probably, he's going to have a great rest of the season. But let's see who else goes back there before we decide to pick up. Um, do you have any, any intuition or any insight on this? Well, as you said, uh, JJJ, man, you have to feel like he is just going to go bonkers if Mark Gasol is moved because, uh, you know, he would likely start at center, see extended minutes, his usage would bump up. And we know that JJJ is capable of uh, going supernova given the opportunity. So uh, for sure, you know, if you have JJJ, you are salivating right now at the thought of Mark Gasol leaving. But Neil, a couple other sneaky guys I'm wondering about. Hmm. They have a player named Ivan Rab who actually had a nice game tonight we'll we'll talk about rab when um we get to the box score when we look at the memphis grizzlies box score but he's a front court player that could possibly emerge as well and then a lot of people i hear like malik monk if let's say the hornets send back malik monk in the deal let's say the grizzlies also eventually move mike conley to a team like the Pistons, I think he could also be an interesting guy to add. What do you think about it? Yeah, Monk is uh, a <clears throat> certainly points league guy, would be must add, and then probably in all leagues as well. Percentage is going to be a little tough from the field, but uh, other than that, he's pretty strong. Yeah, I- I'm surprised they're willing to give up on him just now. I thought he may- maybe they, they're fine with Bridges and they think he's kind of redundant. Um, Perhaps uh, maybe they're happy with Lamb back there. Uh, I don't know, but I thought Monk was going to be someone on this team for a while. I'm also surprised they are making this move just to go to the playoffs and lose. You know, I don't think they're going to make a run in the East. Um, I guess it's 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 good for the um, fan base to at least make the playoffs and have a chance, but it just seems a little short sighted. We'll see. Maybe there's more to it than I understand at this point. Well, it's an interesting, interesting situation. Neil, we are so close to the trade deadline, just a couple of days away. So, oh, man, uh, fasten your seatbelts, right? We're, I, I think we're in for some fireworks, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm still curious about Anthony Davis. Like, is he going to get moved or not? That's what I'm still um, obviously uh, most like rap, uh I guess, frustrated by, excited by, anxious by, all that stuff. So we'll see what happens. Um, all right. I, any other news that you see that you want to talk about before we start jumping into the box scores? <sighs> I don't want to because we have so many games. But, Neil, there's one more thing I need to mention. Hmm. What do you think of John Wall rupturing Ooh. his Achilles tendon? This guy was already out for the season. How do you, Neil, how do you get hurt? When you're already 
hurt and already ruled out for the season, how do you get hurt even worse when you're not even playing, man? How does I, I that just, happen? Well, I'm just wondering if there's like any of the um, – I mean my, my – like I think the most obvious would be reason would be he was trying to rehabilitate too quickly. And maybe during rehab he, he pushed himself too much and then he tore his Achilles. I mean that's my best guess. Uh, who knows what it was. Um, but, yeah, that's tough. It's at least he's going to be out for another year, which means he will not be playing until 2020. Uh, February, so perhaps not even worth an ad next year. Ah, it's just so tough. Um, I devastating, also, man. Yeah, it's devastating. devastating. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back. Um, I know his contract is considered to be one of the worst in the NBA, but as a player, he's obviously still a very talented guy, and hopefully he gets back out there. Um, yeah, we'll find out. I guess how it happens. <laughs> my, 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 yeah, my, my best guess is just he was pushing himself too hard in rehab, but perhaps it's something else. Man, I mean, we are not going to be drafting this guy next year. 12 months is, um, that's this time next season, meaning almost at the all-star break next season. We are not going to be drafting John Wall, I don't think, draft season next year. And that is really disappointing, man. Very disappointing. All right, Neil, we have a great slate of games for a Tuesday evening. And uh, shall we jump into it? I believe it is your turn to captain the ship. I will start off with Boston Cleveland, 103.96. Um, uh, Kyrie Irving did not make the trip to Cleveland. I heard a little tidbit today listening to uh, the great Dan Vesper saying, has Kyrie has not gone back to Cleveland for a game since leaving there. I think he's a little bit uh, upset at that organization or just wants to snub him. Anyway. Uh, so Rozier gets a start. Um, I was tempted to pick him up for just for tonight, but it did not work out. Uh, he just scored eight points, five rebounds, four assists, off night shooting, um, three of nine from the field, two steals. Al Horford had an Al Horford throwback game here. Nice line, nine points, six rebounds, eight assists. Jalen Brown um, struggle from the field, six of nineteen. Good to see him get this usage though. Thirteen point seven rebounds. Two steals and a three-pointer. Tatum was the big man on campus tonight. 25.7 rebounds, two assists, six of 13, including and 12 for 12 from the free throw line. Three blocks, a steal. Gordon Hayward, uh, sneaky DFS play if you may him tonight. 18.6 rebounds, five assists. I just think, um, I don't think there's any news on Kyrie, except he didn't want to go to Cleveland. Um Official word is hip soreness, but I think it's um, just a rest day, and he'll be back next game. No, um, oh, Marcus Morris was out as well, so she mentioned that, which is why Brown was in the starting lineup. He also had right knee soreness, and um, no changes for me on Boston. Any thoughts from you? Um, Kyrie Irving, man, this is his seventh DNP since the year struck 2019 and i think the celtics for whatever reason are being really cautious with him they want him to be a hundred percent um for the playoffs and i would be surprised if Kyrie gets a lot more rest days um down the stretch of the season and i think this is another reason why the celtics likely are not going to move terry rosier at this trade deadline and neil I like your idea of maybe picking up Terry Rozier. I mean, it's a guy we can pretty much stream anytime Kyrie's going to miss, 
uh, miss. And, you know, he didn't have it going tonight. But for the most part, I feel like Terry Rozier is pretty solid anytime Kyrie is going to miss. So um, an interesting situation there. All right, Neil, uh, I'm going to jump over to the Cavs. Going to start with Colin Sexton, who I believe this is his career high, 27 points, two steals, three assists, four rebounds, 11 of 24 from the field. He even added three threes, shot a perfect two of two from the line. Let's hope that this is a sign of things to come from Sexton. It was Alec Burks getting... Uh, being that uh, second option here for the Cavs tonight, 21 points, two steals, two assists with four rebounds, two threes on nine of 19 shooting. Not too much else to talk about other than those guys, man. Nance coming off the bench. I love he got 29 minutes. Actually a pretty decent game from him. Double-doubled with 11 points and 12 boards. I'd love to see some defense um, from him. No defensive stats here tonight, so uh, I am I want more out of Larry Nance, but I love the minutes here. So if he can get this kind of minutes going forward, hopefully he can turn things around. Uh, I don't really trust much uh, trust anyone else here. Curious if Kevin Love returns at some point this season. Trist, I'm waiting for Tristan Thompson. Uh, Seti Osman missed this game. Neil, what do you think of the Cavs? Yeah, I think Love's stashed in all my leagues, but if he is not stashed in your league, definitely pick him up now. Um, if you can, uh, especially in a games cap league where you can just plug him in when only he plays. He's probably not going to play uh, the rest of the games even if he comes back, but he'll play enough um, that his per-game basis should be pretty good. Yeah, I don't really trust much else here. Good to see Colin Sexton have a good night. Um, you know, I'm big on him as a future NBA um, point guard. Larry Nance, um, I think, really getting the start because of the uh, injury to Seti Osman. So um, Seti Osman is supposed to be back next game. So I, I think uh, Nance could lose a little bit of value. Um, but he's still, on a per-game basis, their best uh, asset, 78th overall in a category league. So uh, should be trotted out there. Uh, just Cleveland's one of those teams, they're like New York. I just don't know what I'm going to get from night-to-night basis. They're going to th- mix up their lineups. They don't want to win. Um, minutes can be really hard to predict. Um, so it's, it's, it's hard if you want any consistency. So I'm kind of staying away from most Cavaliers as well. On the uh, second game of the night, I've got the Clips, Clippers excuse me, against the Hornets. 117 to 115. Clippers win. Uh, tonight led by Tobias Harris, 34 points. 13-21 from the field. Overall, great night. Six three-pointers for him. Avery Bradley continues to disappoint. Plays 40 minutes, but just six points on two of five shooting. Uh, Gortat starts, but plays just 13 minutes. Shai Gilgis Alexander only plays 18 minutes tonight. I am wondering if he got into, um, hopefully he didn't get an injury. Um, I don't see any foul trouble or an injury news on him. Uh, let's see. Beverly plays 30 minutes, has a nice line tonight. Uh, he's kind of been trending that way. I am nervous once Gallinari comes back. Gallinari did not make it back tonight. Uh, Lou Williams and Harrell off the bench do their normal things. So I am not seeing anything here that is actionable from the Clippers. Do you have any thoughts on their team? 
You know, I think Shea Gills, Alexander tonight, uh, the Clippers were down 20 points at one at one point of this game, came back here, and, uh, you know, um, Shea Alexander wasn't a part of that group who uh, made that comeback. So I think the coach just decided just to leave him out since other players were running hot. So uh, I wouldn't be worried about any kind of injury or – um, or anything like that. I think it's just he just didn't have it going on in this one. I think he'll be fine for the rest of the season. Um, other than that, not much else to add. Really curious to see when we're going to see um, the return of Danilo Gallinari. Uh, really hoping that we see him back soon. Man. All right, I'm going to jump over to the Charlotte side. As we mentioned earlier in the show, Hornets likely to make a move at the trade deadline. We're hearing rumblings that they are close to a possible deal for Mark Gasol. So really curious to see uh, what are the other parts in this deal. So let's take a look at what the Hornets did tonight. Let's start with Kemba Walker. He's going to stay in Charlotte. So um, still, if you own Kemba Walker, just keep him locked and loaded. 32 points with three steals, nine assists. Five rebounds, five threes tonight from him. That's great. He shot 11 of 23 from the field, five of five from the line. Great game from him. Um, Nicholas Batum, this is a little little underwhelming here. Nine points, a block, two assists with six boards, one three on four of nine shooting. Played 40 minutes, so getting some nice tick. Marvin Williams, a pretty good game here. Uh, 13 points with seven boards, but what I really love, four blocks. Another really interesting thing from his line tonight, he took 12 three-pointers, made three of them. Uh, That's a lot of threes to take. Was four of 15 from the field. Jeremy Lamb, you know, he was really trending down, so pretty happy to see him have a nice game here. 22 points with three steals and assists, Four rebounds, one three on nine of 17 shooting. Uh, What else? The return of Cody Zeller. He was on a minutes limit tonight, but still played decent for his first game back uh, in some time. Probably got some rust that he needs to shake off. Six points, a steal, a block with 11 rebounds. Uh, You know, I have Cody Zeller in some deep 14-team leagues. I think he could be droppable if we see this mark. Gasol deal happen because uh, just don't think Cody Zeller would do enough uh, backing up Gasol. Uh, Malik Monk, as we talked about, 12 points in just 14 minutes. You know, if this guy can get a starring role with the Grizzlies, uh, I think he could be worth an add. Definitely should score and put up some nice uh, scoring numbers with some threes. Neil, what do you think of the Charlotte Hornets? Yeah, I picked up uh, Zeller today, actually, thinking uh, he, he was coming back today for his first game. I want to get ahead of the curve. I need some field goal percentage. Um, need, you know, blocks always help. But, yeah, he's probably going to be he, – well, if this trade happens, he's completely irrelevant. I, I don't see how he has any value. Malik Monk, I'm kind of going over his line because um, I think, like you said, he is the one that you probably do want to speculate and add. It's probably worth just picking up because um, – we don't know how it's going to play out, but that could be one that just goes from being fantasy irrelevant to being a top 80, 70, 90 guy, you know, somewhere in that range. 
And then I'm really curious to see if um, Gasol comes over. How is that going to affect the wing guys like Lamb, like Batum? Does it make their life easier? Um, do they get better percentages? Perhaps their value goes up a tick. They haven't been that great this year, so maybe having another star takes the pressure off them a bit and allows them to flourish more, or does it just kind of drain their stats? It can go either way until we kind of see how they mesh together. So keep an eye on all that. Um, other than that, nothing from tonight's game, except uh, I, I wasn't sure whether or not to start Lamb. I'm so glad it worked out. I was so nervous to start him, though. <laughs> He's been having some rough season this uh, this year. <clears throat> All right. Neil, yes, I am seeing a trade that just went down. Oh. on um, the Lakers have agreed in principle to trade Svi Mikhailik for Reggie Bullock of the Pistons. So uh, the Lakers Svi Mikhailik for Reggie Bullock. What do you think about the deal? Um, well, we, we know LeBron needs more three point shooting around him, so. Uh, Reggie Bullock, and we know they could be losing four of their players if they do make the Anthony Davis trade. We'll see if that actually happens. Uh, I would say Bullock, speculative ad at best, um, probably deeper league ad. I am not going to rush to pick him out, uh, pick him up, I should say. But um, interesting that they're doing that. Um, we'll see how that f- affects rotation. As far as Fee, I can't pronounce his whole name, going back to Detroit, I don't think he has much value. So I'm not. I'm not. It's kind of one of these trades, like the Rodney Hood trade, where it's it could help a team on the margins, but fantasy value, I don't see anything there. Do you think any one of these guys could have fantasy value after they switch teams? Yeah, Reggie Bullock is intriguing. Just as you said, the Lakers are really desperate for some wing scoring. Uh, you, Reggie Bullock has looked really good this year in Detroit. We know he can put the ball in the hoop, man. That guy can score. So, But just as you said, though, Neil, I'm not like super excited about it. It's a speculative ad. In standard leagues, if you got a pretty uh, – if your team is uh, really strong – he might not even be as good as your worst player in a, like a standard ten to twelve team league. So you're probably not even making the move there. Um, I'm, I'm for some reason, man. I'm in so many fourteen team leagues this year. I don't know how I, I agreed to play in so many fourteen team leagues. So there are a few fourteen team leagues, Neil, that I may pick him up tonight just because, man, I'm dropping trash. I guess the other news out of this trade, I'm just reading it now on Twitter, um, <clears throat> is that the Lakers sent a pick. With uh, Svi to uh, Detroit, which means they have one less pick to trade to New Orleans. So maybe that deal really is dead. I don't know if that is the case or not, but just um, throwing that out there. Interesting. All right. Uh, we'll see if it is. All right. Hey, speaking of the Lakers, next game, 136-94. The Lakers on the losing end of a 42-point loss. Um. I wonder what it's like to be on a team and then just hearing all this news that you're kind of like just completely expendable. No matter how much money you make and how much you love your game, it's got to just be emotionally draining. Um, That seems to be on the case tonight. I don't think Indiana on paper is a 42-point better team than the Lakers with LeBron out there. Um, LeBron, quiet night by his standards, 18-7-9. Kuzma, 12 points. Everyone on this Lakers team was underwhelming tonight. Again, there's not much to report here, except the, the, the big 
curiosity for me is still the center position. Uh, Zubac versus McGee. Zubac gets 19 minutes, McGee 15, Tyson Chandler 5. I really wish they would just pick someone and go with it. Um, I don't understand uh, this rotation, but uh, maybe there's more going on behind the scenes than I'm aware of. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to go through the Lakers stats. I just think it's kind of irrelevant because may, they may be making wholesale changes soon or or not. And until that time, it's hard to really um, – even care about their stats for this game or the next. Um, you have any thoughts on the Lakers and besides the uh, World G Bullock trade? Man, it is ugly right now for the Los Angeles Lakers, Neil. They look awful. Uh, this is this game was just atrocious. Them getting blown out like this by the Pacers and Neil. Um, all this talk about Anthony Davis. I mean, the Lakers basically put everything on the table and the pelicans are like eh you know maybe we'll we'll just wait for the summertime and see what other like what else floats our way because uh we're not very excited so they're basically saying you're like everything you got is not worth anthony davis and uh man it's like uh, uh being here in the la area as a laker fan i feel really low right now neil i feel like uh things can't get much lower than they are right now so um yeah man not fun for the lakers right yeah now. it could be a lost season if they don't trade right because i just right. think the guys are just not going to be into it um we'll see maybe that's good for betting we'll see if the markets catch up with them anyway let's uh, take you, a look yeah let's take a look Indiana. at the pacers gonna start with man i feel like every time we look at the pacers I got to mention Bogdanovich. He's having an outstanding season as far as scoring goes. 24 points, four threes, 10 of 17 from the field. Um, You know, really says a lot that he took the most shots out of anyone on his team. When they need a a bucket, he's like the go-to guy. Uh, Another interesting thing that I noted or that I saw about this game – Tyreek Evans moving into the starting lineup. You know, he's been really disappointing this season, but uh, I am somewhat intrigued by this move. And I feel like maybe it's not too late for Tyreek to emerge uh, as a fantasy asset. So um, I don't know if he's floating on your wire, if you wait for him to get hot or if you need to jump on him now. Uh, plan accordingly seven points from him a steal six assists with six rebounds not the greatest game from him but as i said really encouraging that he moved into the starting lineup let's see if he can get going darren collison has been hot but tonight just didn't have it going i would not worry uh he feels locked and loaded with victor oladipo gone for the season five points four steals five assists with four rebounds one three on two of six shooting from the field. Thad Young has been pretty good. 12 points with two steals with eight assists. Gotta love getting those dimes from Thad with 11 boards, shot six of 12 from the field. Miles Turner with a pretty decent game here. 22 points, one rebound. I love the four blocks. Went a perfect three of three from downtown. 9-12 from the field, 1-2 from the line. Pretty good game from him. 
Aaron Holiday, man. Neil, I love this kid, man. I wish he would be unleashed because I think he could – I think right now in a starting role – like if this guy was on Phoenix, he would be a decent – he would be a strong fantasy asset. Flashing that talent here tonight with 17 points, three assists, one steal, one rebound, three of four from three-point range, seven of ten from the field in just 23 minutes – Future is bright for this guy. Hopefully, uh, next season or the season after, he'll uh, he'll be uh, a strong fantasy guy. Neil, I forgot to put Sabonis in my lineup. I forgot to move him into my starting spot, and I missed another game, strong game from Sabonis. 17 points with four assists, five rebounds, seven of 11 from the field, three of four from the line. I am not going to make this mistake again. The moment this show ends, I am moving Sabonis back into my playable roster, and I'm never going to take him out again for the rest of the season. Joseph with a nice game, 13 points, 4 assists, and 4 rebounds. Not a lot else to talk about from this team. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Indiana Pacers? I, I really think we should pause the show so you can go put him in <laughs> That That is just uncalled for, Adrian. I don't know what you're doing. This you guy. told me on the last show, <laughs> you told me the last show, no, don't take him out. I was like, you're right, Neil. I was thinking to myself, I'm going to move him back. The The game started and I looked at my roster. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot to move him back into my starting. I, ah, I'm, I'm kicking myself. <laughs> you know, this team is, is starting to become a little bit like, um, oh gosh, uh, Milwaukee Bucks light. I mean, all their starters are putting, uh, putting up startable value it's it's all across the board turner's looking phenomenal again i don't know if you saw him he had this monster block on kuzma tonight it was phenomenal um so bonus like 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 you mentioned is playing good again and he's around 70th uh collison despite the bad night has been on fire thaddeus young's been solid bojan continues to shoot well from outside and provides enough the rest of the categories to be viable so all these starters are just fine uh, we'll see a Tyreek Evans. He is the one guy I think some some uh, fantasy owners have speculated on. Some probably have not. So tonight, seven points, six rebounds, six assists, as you mentioned. Uh, if he has been picked up, I think you should pick him up and speculate on him. Chancey is still out there in your league. Um, all right. The next game I have is Detroit against New York. Uh, Detroit 105, New York 92. I could just see this New York loss coming from a mile away. Blake Griffin in the garden. I know they're on a back-to-back. Um, had a nice win last night. I thought they might be a little bit let down, but I just knew they were going to get up for that. Uh, Griffin went nuts. 29 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, 10 of 17 from the field. Three three-pointers. Bullock showing you why they want him out in L.A. Five three-pointers tonight, 19 points. If he does this in Los Angeles, he will be definitely worth owning. Uh, Drummond... 17 and 16, he he gets points, he gets rebounds. He does not make free throws. Three of six from the field from the line, though, tonight. Uh, Reggie Jackson continues his sort of current hot streak. Um, I am so tempted to pick him up, but every time I do, I think the next game he's going to have a dud. Tonight was not that game. 19 points, seven assists, seven of seven from the line, two three-pointers and a steal. Uh, Stanley Johnson goes back to what we expect from him. Unfortunately, 26 minutes tonight, just three points, three rebounds, two assists. So 
let's see if this um do you see anyone emerging let now that we know bullock is definitely gone um there are some there might be some wing openings i mean do you think canard maybe sneaks in there do you think galloway gets back in there i know bruce brown's gotten he's been starting but hasn't done anything so maybe i don't think he's going to be a beneficiary of the trade i i don't think i'm going to rush out to speculate on anyone um do you will you do anything on detroit I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach, but the guy that intrigues me, the guy that I'm hoping can step up here and deliver is Luke Kennard, man. This is the guy that uh, a lot of us deep leaguers were excited about coming into the season. Coaching staff talked him up um, in the uh, training camp. In, in, and so this is a guy, this is his opportunity here. To, to, to step up and to take over that wing scoring role for this team. So he he's on my watch list, but um, I'm going to take a wait and see approach. I'm not going to make a move on him yet. But Neil, if he blows up in the next one, I'm jumping on him then, man. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, it's, I always like to be one game ahead because I think by the time someone blows up, it's a little late. If you're not, especially if you have that priority way for wire set up um or free agent dollars where you gotta like bid a lot more so if you have a spot that you can completely burn then maybe it is worth it and you need the statistics he though even if he gets um a lot of time i think he's gonna struggle a bit from the field they still have a couple guys out there who dominate the ball and then reggie jackson kind of runs the show still so i don't think it's it's ever going to be great with him but um I mean, right now in 20 minutes, he's 292nd. Um, so let's say he got to 30 minutes. Eh, does he get inside the top 100? Probably not. But um, so I think like you, it's probably better to wait and see on him. Um, I don't think there's a good chance he'll blow up. But anyway, um, that's my take. Hey, great advice. Uh, you guys know your league. There are some leagues. Neil, for example, my home league, he, Luke Kennard got picked up. The moment the trade rumor happened for Reggie, that Reggie Bullock could get moved, he got picked up. So there's some leagues already that I can't even pick up Luke Kennard. So if you play in these leagues where you got to act quick, go ahead, take a flyer on him, especially if you've got someone you can drop that you're not counting on or that's really disappointed. Neil, for example, um, Noah Vonley, who I'm going to get into next, man, he's been really disappointing. Another bad game going forward. He's probably my drop in, in a couple of leagues. So, you know, you got someone you can drop, take a flyer on Canard. Uh, Worst thing that happens, he doesn't work out the next game or two, you can drop him as well. All right, I'm going to, speaking of, I'm going to go ahead, jump over on the New York side of this game Gonna start with DSJ, Dennis Smith Jr. You know, his second game for the Knicks, the first game was very disappointing. This game looked much, much better. 25 points with six assists, five rebounds, two threes. He is gonna hurt you all season with his field goal shooting. Was only 11 of 25 from the field. Nine category leagues, turnovers could be a problem as well. Four turnovers today. So if you have him in a nine-category league, I'm still really only only expecting low-end point guard value. But 
I play in quite a few leagues where I will take low-end point guard value. So uh, I'm pretty happy to see him have a nice game here. 40 big minutes, took 25 shots. That tells you that, man, he could be locked in for some big usage for the rest of the way. Outstanding. Uh, Kevin Knox here didn't have the shot going tonight. Was only 4-12 for 11 points, 1 block, 7 rebounds. Hoping he um, he also had two threes. I'm hoping that he starts get going down the stretch. Wesley Matthews, nine points, five assists, one steal, one block. Only shot two of eleven with one three. We're hearing that Wesley Matthews could likely get moved here um, at the trade deadline. So let's see what happens there. DeAndre Jordan, man, this guy is uh, killing it for you know if you were streaming. Um, Cornette, he was a DNP, I believe, tonight. So uh, it looks like they're really going with DeAndre Jordan. He had eight points with eight rebounds, one steal, four or six shooting for the field. Hasn't really been great this season. And uh, I, I'm not like, really expecting a big boost from him on the Knicks because uh, I, I don't know. I just don't think very highly of DeAndre Jordan for the rest of the season. Noah Vonley, who I just spoke about, he has been really bumming me out lately. I'm at the point now, um, I'm about ready to drop this guy, man. And hey, I might regret that. He could, maybe after the trade deadline, let's say the Knicks make a move at the trade deadline that opens things up for Vonley. He could all of a sudden become a, a good fantasy guy. But for right now, man, he's killing me. I have him on my bench, and uh, I'd like to make some moves, uh, possible uh, pickups for possible trade deadline moves. So Vonley might be my drop. Um, Mitchell Robinson with the double-double. 13 points, 10 boards with two blocks. Six of seven shooting. Pretty good game from him. Fingers are crossed that he can also get going down the stretch to finish off the season strong. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Knicks? This is a hard team to trust, as I mentioned before. Uh, Vonley I thought was safe um, I don't think that's the case anymore like you said he's been disappointing but he's also being yanked around in his minutes so it's not all his fault on the court um, Kevin Knox seems to be trustworthy in terms of minutes and in points leagues I would want him his percentages are a little bit challenging um, the two guys I do trust are already own Dennis Smith Jr. and um, I'm going to say Mitchell Robinson is that crazy um, I think he's safe. I think DeAndre Jordan's going to get bought out. Is somewhat is the rumor or is the expectation at least expectation for Cantor to get traded um, as well. Cornette was a DMP, um, and I don't think he's looked that great out there. I think I think Robinson's safe, and I think if he's still out there in your league, I would say pick him up right away, especially if you need um, field goal percentages, rebounds, blocks, those three categories. Obviously, will hurt you in assists and um, free throw percentage won't be great. But um, yeah, uh, that's that's really it. The Knicks are tough. They're going to be tanking, like you said. Um, they want to have a chance at Zion. So see if it works out for them. Um, Toronto, Philadelphia. This was a great game, Adrian. I don't know if you had a chance to see any of it. One nineteen, one hundred seven, TNT game. Um, Toronto goes in there. They had a big lead. Philadelphia kind of came back there in the fourth quarter and then can never quite get over the hump and trying to put it pull away at the end. Uh, great night all, all around. Uh, um, Abaka 20 and 10. 
10 of 15 shooting, no defensive stats, but looked great out there. Kawhi Leonard looked like a just an absolute beast. 24 points. You know, I forget. Like, he was playing with Butler at times. They were going one-on-one against each other. I forget just how good Kawhi Leonard is. Like, it is clearly he is a better player than Butler. And I, I have a, the highest respect for Butler because, you know, he played here in Chicago and he, he became a, a superstar and he's obviously a pretty all-star, but or should be. Um, Leonard is just so much better, um, in my opinion. 24 points tonight, though, seven rebounds, three assists. Uh, Siakam saw a night 16 and 6, 7 and 15 from the field, two three pointers, a steal. Unfortunately, I don't know if you started Kawhi's BFF, but he struggled tonight. Two points, two rebounds, four assists. Can't win with this guy. Uh, steal. Mm-hmm. I would. I just can't trust him. Lowry. You know there was a, there was a report today. I don't know if you saw this. That um, who knows if it's true, but that Toronto. You're shaking your head. Toronto offered to trade Lowry for Gasol and Conley. My God, uh, if that is true, they've got no loyalty. <laughs> they <laughs> got rid of DeRozan and now Lowry's on the table. Um, obviously, that is not going to happen, or at least that was not accepted. Uh, 20 points for Lowry, six assists. This guy is just the consummate professional. Goes out there and plays hard no matter what. I love him. Um, off the bench, uh, Monroe had a nice phone in 18 minutes. Uh, Van Fleet played 25, but not much in the stat line. OG Anobi, this this entire team is just top to bottom solid. I love Toronto. Uh, we'll see. There's rumors they may get the Anthony Davis sweepstakes, um, or at least make a bid. So for right now, I'm not going to uh, make any uh, moves on this team. You have any thoughts on the uh, Raptors? Uh, not much for me to add. I did see that uh, rumor. Uh, Mike Mike Conley, Marcus Saul, I believe it was Lowry and Jonas Valanciunas. As you said, man, crazy stuff. Uh, doesn't sound like though the Grizzlies were interested because you know if they're moving these veteran guys, they're in, they're going to go into rebuild mode. They want young assets back. So uh, may, like I can see why the Grizzlies did not want to make that move. All right, let's take a look at the other side of this game. The Sixers, some nice fantasy lines from uh, from them. Going to start with Ben Simmons, who had 20 points, three steals, six assists, seven rebounds on eight of 15 shooting. Did have six turnovers, um, but still a decent game from him. Joel Embiid with a big monster game. 37 points to go along with 13 rebounds, two, st- um, two assists, a steal, three blocks, how is this, man? 14 of 15 from the line, three threes on 10 of 20 shooting from the field. An outstanding game from him. Jimmy Butler with 18 points, two steals, five assists, one rebound. Um, he shot five of 12. Was a perfect 8-8 eight eight from the line. Muscala got the start. He had eight points in 32 minutes. Shamet also got the start. Six points for him in 34 minutes. Not too much else to talk about. No J.J. Redick in this one. We're still waiting for the return of Markel Fultz, which, uh, I mean, no, nobody's really counting on Markel Fultz for the rest of the season. Neil, what do you think of the Sixers? Uh, the Sixers, I think they, I thought they were going to be a team that could compete for the East. I'm a little bit, I don't think they're going to be in the finals of the Eastern Conference. I really think the other three teams are a little bit better than them. Um, we'll see if they, 
I thought this was a kind of a bellwether game. Um, from that perspective, from fantasy perspective, um, not much else to take away. Miscala got the start here um, with the injured. Uh, both Chandler was out tonight and Reddick. So a little shorthanded, so maybe I should give them a break. But um, um, even even in, in substitution, no one else can do much. Miscala starts, doesn't produce. Shamet starts, doesn't produce. Um, so it's just the, the big three in, in Reddick. All right, next game I've got um, Orlando OKC. Orlando hung pretty close at one point, and then OKC pulled away here at the end, 132 to 122. Uh, on the Orlando side, 17-9-5 um, from Vucevic, 8-18 of 18 from the field. Aaron Gordon, solid 18 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds. 6-11 of 11 from the field, did struggle from the line, 5-9. of nine. Had a three-pointer, three steals, and a block. Jonathan Isaac continues to play well. 14 points, four rebounds, one assist, one steal, two blocks. So, solid game there, given what he's been producing this year. Uh, DJ Augustine, this is where I was worried um, was going to happen. A regression here, eight points, just no rebounds, four assists, two of six from the field, two steals. Evan Fournier has a beautiful night. 25 points, five rebounds, five assists. Two steals and four three-pointers. Um, oh, off the bench, Terrence Ross. Now, he's in someone else who's been talked about being moved um, as someone who could go to a contending team in return for a future pick for Orlando. Probably a second-round pick, I'm guessing. Um, tonight, 26 points, five rebounds, one assist, eight of 18, shooting five three-pointers and three steals. That's a 3-and-D guy who I would love to trust. I, I just can't. You know, Adrian, I'm just so fickle. Like, I have one bad game, and then I take him out, and then I put him in, then he has a good game, and then I take him out. I, I just I have no patience. I don't I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm second-guessing some of my moves. Anyway, any thoughts on Orlando? Thank your lucky stars that you do not own Danny Green, Neil, because he is he's not. Let me tell you, man, he is not the player for you because you just described him to a T, man. I can't stand this guy. Uh, we, we already talked about the Raptors. Sorry for bringing him up again. But, man, Neil, I'm telling you, I played him tonight. Crapped the bed. Tomorrow I'm going to put him on the bench. He's going to go off tomorrow for like seven threes. I guarantee it. Anyways, uh, the, I just want to add, pretty happy to see uh, Jonathan Isaac finally come around. Uh, I did end up dropping him, I think, in the Hoop Ball Staff League, which is a bummer. But I do still have him in a couple other spots and uh, pretty happy to see um, his scoring looks like it's here now. 14 points off of 12 shots. That's outstanding. We know he's usually good for defensive stats. So it was just the scoring that I've been waiting for. And it looks like it's finally arrived. So uh, congratulations if you held on to Jonathan Isaac. All right, I'm going to uh, move over to OKC. Gotta start with Russell Westbrook, man. This guy is just a triple-double machine. 16 points, 16 assists with 15 rebounds. Okay, we talk about it constantly. His Achilles heel, the bad field goal shooting, uh, 5 of 14. The turnovers, seven turnovers tonight. So 
hurting you a bit in nine category leagues, but I'm going to try to be optimistic. You know, he actually hurt you from the line a little bit tonight too. Only shot six of 10, but um, I'm going to be a little optimistic. Love to see the big triple double from him. Uh, Paul George, geez, Neil, this guy has been outstanding. This guy, you know, I had really high expectations for, for Paul George. Like, uh, I thought he should be drafted as an end of the first round type of guy. He's exceeding my expectations. He's been one of the best players in the NBA. He's in my vote probably top. If I had to pick three guys to be top three for MVP, I think he would, might be on that list for me. 39 points, three steals, three assists with eight rebounds, six threes tonight. Shooting wasn't great, was only 9 of 26, but loved the contribution from the free throw line, 15 of 16 from there. Great game from Paul George. Steven Adams, 14 points, two steals, one assist with four rebounds. Uh, Grant has been playing pretty good this season. Double-doubled with 19 points, 11 rebounds, one steal, one block, one three on seven of nine shooting. Ferguson got the start, 10 points from him, two assists, one steal, two threes. Schroeder doing his thing off the bench, 20 points uh, with one steal, one assist, two rebounds. Schroeder actually fouled out of this one. Um, so did Ferguson. Uh, nine of 15 shooting from Schroeder, two threes in this game. He's he's um, He's been serviceable this season as well. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Thunder? Um. Yeah, I think Schroeder would be another guy that would I would start the wrong games and just go crazy with as well. Uh, I mean, guys that like can put up great numbers one night and then put up really bad numbers. Like when it's not consistent, it just I just don't have the patience for it. Um, let's see. Um, Paul George, like you said, has just been phenomenal uh, this season. Uh, unfortunately, his percentages tonight, his field goal percentage was kind of atrocious, but everything else is great. Um uh, still regretting the the Jeremy Grant not pick up, unpick up move that I wanted to make or that I'd never made. Um, other than that, these you know the bench guys are not worth owning. So Terrence Ferguson is not worth owning. So no changes here. I will move on to the last game that has completed Minnesota at Memphis. My stats are loading. Uh, Minnesota falls one oh six to one oh eight. Towns, 26 and 18. I am so thankful I made that trade with Davis now. I still feel bad that I traded Davis, but <laughs> I got Towns. He's 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 phenomenal. 8 of 14 from the field, 10 of 10 from the line, a block. Taj Gibson just plays 13 minutes tonight. Um, did have four personal fouls in those 13 minutes, so was out early because of foul trouble. Wiggins, 35 minutes, 12, 6, and 2. But just 5 of 18 from the field. He is just not a great um, jump shooter. Uh, Bayless comes back to earth here after having some a nice string of games. 37 minutes. This was due to happen. 5 points on 2 of 10 shooting. Eight, he did have 8 assists, so helped you in that one category if you started him. Uh, Josh Okoji, uh 26 minutes, 11 points, 5 rebounds but not enough to be worth owning. This is the Sarich I was really hoping to see all season. Um, I fortunately, I think it's a one-and-done situation or one 
in six situation. 22 points, seven rebounds, five assists, seven of 11, four three-pointers. I was salivating for this type of Sarge numbers. Um, He was a plus 29, Adrian, in the plus minus. Maybe he gets more of a look. I don't know. I, I... I took him off my watch list. I'll put him back on my watch list, but I am not buying this. I need to see at least another game or two. I think he got the opportunity only because Taj was in foul trouble. Um, so he's probably going back to uh, irrelevancy after tonight. Um, any thoughts from you on uh, Minnesota? So I am really glad that you mentioned Dario Saric. I think this guy is an interesting trade deadline stash. Let me tell you why. Minnesota Timberwolves, they are out of the playoffs. Uh, I'm curious if they start moving guys at the trade deadline, guys like veteran guys like Taj Gibson or, um, you know, so really curious if something can happen at the trade deadline, which could open up more minutes and more usage for Dario Saric. So um, I've already seen him get stashed in some of my leagues some people believe that the Timberwolves could be sellers at the trade deadline. Keep an eye on that situation. Um, what do you think about it, Neil? I uh, know. I'm going to go add right now. Yes. <laughs> so go right um, and, and, I don't know. Are we ever going to see Robert Covington again this season? He has <laughs> he, he has no timetable, man. We we have no idea if we're even going to see this guy. And, I uh, know. It's so unfortunate. He is such a good player. That's uh, yeah. So, hey, let's uh, – I think – if if you can afford to stash Dario Saric, I think make the move and let's see what happens. All right, guys, I'm jumping over to the Memphis side. You know I'm starting with my boy JJJ. Um, we got a glimpse tonight of what life can be like with freedom in the front court. Uh, no Gasol tonight. Uh, we're all wondering if that's because they're close to a deal and they don't want him to get hurt. But another interesting thing, um, no Noah tonight. Also, no Jamichael Green tonight. So it was all JJJ, and he didn't disappoint. 23 points with two blocks, a steal, three assists, six rebounds, four threes tonight on six of 14 shooting from the field, seven of 10 from the line. Um, you are just uh, hoping that this trade happens. But anyways, let's see. Holiday. I hope that um, you were able to hang out on to Holiday. It was not easy. I know it did not look pretty. But look, if Gasol leaves, if uh, Mike Conley leaves, if they're not really getting much back, just maybe a young asset or draft picks, this could open things up for Holiday. 17 points, a block, Two steals, two assists with nine rebounds, one three on six of 13 shooting, four of five from the line. Uh, Mike Conley, I think he is going to be gone at the trade deadline. Lots of teams interested in him. We're hearing the Detroit Pistons, the Utah Jazz would love to add Mike Conley. 25 points for him tonight, three steals, nine assists, three rebounds, eight of 22 from the field. He was 6 of 11 from downtown. If you own Mike Conley, I'm not worried. If he goes to Detroit, if he goes to Utah, maybe he sees a slight uh, dip, but I think he'll still be um, a pretty solid fantasy point guard. 
Neil, the guy I'm intrigued on, man, we're seeing a glimpse, Ivan Rab. Uh, if they really clear things up in this front court, it's possible we could see Rab next to JJJ. He gave us a glimpse tonight of what he can do in a starting role. 19 points, 11 rebounds, one assist, two steals, one block. He shot very efficient from the field. He was 8 of 10. Look, I don't want to get carried away here. We saw uh, Noah was out. Jamichael Green was out. Marcus Saul was out. But I'm just saying, if somehow he gets a starting role with this minutes, I think he's going to be worth an add. If you want to get out in front of it, pick him up already and let's see what happens. Neil, what do you think of the Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah, that's one That's one move I think that is uh, legitimate to make, like you talked about, Rab. I am just starting to come around to him. It's just uh, his stat sets could be too good to pass up. And like you said, they will go into full tank mode. And um, there's no reason that he can't play a lot of minutes. There's also rumors Michael Jim Michael Green might be on the trade block as well, like you said. So if they get rid of both him and Gasol, it really opens it up. Um, Justin Holiday, I... This becomes more likely that he'll, he'll take more shots. I'm still nervous about that free will percentage. But, yes, he will be good for three-pointers, good for steals going forward, I believe. Um, and this is really fascinating. I mean, hopefully, if this is, like you said, Conley will be fine no matter where he goes. He's such a dynamic player. He, he does lead the offense wherever he is. Um, so he'll be fine. Uh, great to see him. If this is his final game, get a win here in Memphis. Uh, and that's about it. Hey, super quick, just want to note, uh, no Kyle Anderson for, I believe, the third game in the row. Neil, this is really scaring me, man. Hearing rumblings that he could possibly see a shoulder specialist. And that, I feel like that's never a good thing when a player goes to see a specialist. Like, they always get news like they're going to miss extended time or get shut down for the season. So, uh, I have quite a bit of Kyle Anderson, and I am nervous. This is another reason why uh, Justin, uh, why Holiday could get a bump, and also why Rab could also see a boost. Uh, I'm really nervous about Kyle Anderson. Yeah, I have a feeling he may be done for the season as well. I mean, there's no reason to bring him back if he's injured, plus they don't want to win. Um, that's frustrating. That's the problem with having guys on tanking teams. Um the guys get shut down, and that's actually would be one good thing if Conley does get moved. Because if he does, if he stays there, he might get shut down um, sometime in February or March. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. Um, good luck on finding a replacement for uh, Slomo. Yeah, pretty disappointing because you know was ah oh, he's he's but he's been such a roller coaster this year. The the slow start finally got going, then got hurt, then started to come back again. It's like. Man, so uh, I don't know. But, hey, um, I'm trying to be optimistic. There's a lot of nice stashes that we mentioned for the trade deadline. So, hey, maybe he'll open up a roster spot for me to make a good pickup uh, at this trade deadline. Neil, are we done? Is there one more game that's still going? There's, Yeah, there is one more game that's still going. So we are done with the finals. And, All right. Uh, just in time for your deadline. We made it. Yes. I'm going to, Hey, that was a lot of fun though, man. And, uh, I'm, I'm geeked. I get excited, uh, for the trade deadline, man. It's just like the potential of what could happen is so exciting, man. And so, um, 
yeah, I'm excited. Let's. Uh, we are going to. Uh, I'm going to be at my computer. I'm not going to leave my computer uh, because I'm. I, I really want to see what goes down, man. All right, I'm going to get out of here. Neil will be back for one more. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the show. Hit us up on Twitter. He's at Ball with Neil. I'm at Adrian Benjamins. Hit us up. I will see you tomorrow, and Neil will be back for one more. Last game of the evening. Miami goes into Portland and gets a nice win here. Dwayne Wade having a um, just a wonderful last time out on the West Coast of uh, Washington. Um, did I say Washington? I'm at Oregon. Uh, I'm sorry. I just woke up from a nap. Uh, Dwayne Wade, 29 minutes, 22 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, it was fun to watch him. Tonight, uh, Whiteside having maybe his best game of the season because he not only did he score 28 points, had 11 rebounds, two blocks, and four steals, 11 of 12 from the field, and six of seven from the free throw line. Um, great performance. Uh, Kalyon Linick gets a start, does not do much. Tyler Johnson was a dud as well in the starting role. Um, James Johnson comes off the bench and, um, Josh Richardson continues to, um, have a decent year, but not a great year. 18 points, four rebounds, two assists did shoot very well though. Eight or six of nine from the field, including one of two from three point land, two steals and five of six from the free throw line out of bio, um, 18 minutes off the bench. John waiters gets 19. No Ellington tonight. Um, see if he gets moved to the trade deadline. See what to make of this team. They're definitely a team that needs some subtraction to get some player value. On the Portland side, um, Daly and Lillard struggle tonight, shooting just 5 of 15 for 13 points, 10 assists. McCullum was a standout there with 33 points. Lehman has been playing very well off the bench. Um, Hood is coming to town, so I'm worried this might impact um, Lehman's minutes. I know he's a power forward, so positions are different. Uh, Amina just 17 minutes tonight. Lehman, 33 minutes. That would be, I guess, the difference in rotation if that were to occur. Lehman has been playing well. His stats have not been great, but tonight, 11 to 17. I got a little meander there. Sorry, 25 points, eight rebounds, two assists. I guess my whole point is to watch him. I don't trust him just yet, um, but he has looked good out there, and um, his stats haven't been great, but um, he's playing well, so maybe um, it'll get better for him. I don't think it's going to happen this year, though. Um. Nurkic, very quiet night in 23 minutes, just eight points, five rebounds, six assists. The one bright spot there. Aminu, who I mentioned earlier, just 17 minutes, no fantasy value tonight. Same with Harkless. Do not trust either one of them. It's just really Lillard, McCollum, Nurk. And then I guess, you know, Aminu and Harkless are on, are off the, um, just outside the, uh, range being picked up, so Layman might be the one one potential opportunity down the stretch, although I think Hood will um, take away some of his minutes. 
on the wing. Um, that's going to do it for tonight's show. I do want to mention that um, I did see that we talked earlier about the Gasol news of him getting traded to Charlotte might be imminent. That looks to be dead as of uh, now that I'm recording this last segment. So don't um, don't jump on anyone just yet based on that move. It uh, It appears to be dead. As of 12.22 Central Time in the United States. Oh, yes, a.m. in the United States. So anyway, uh, there'll be a lot of more rumors news over the last couple days of the deadline. I will be joining uh, Dan Bespris and Aaron Bruski and uh, several other uh, hoopball podcasters this Thursday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time. I'll be on for a short while. Those two guys, stalwarts here at Hoopball, will be on for all four hours. So you'll get their analysis. As breaking news happens, um, last but not least, we still have our Hoopball membership available. I believe it's down to $7.99. And that's $7, I should say, and $0.99. So $8. And then if you use my name, N-E-I-L, as a coupon code, it's just... $4.99 for the rest of the season. Um, So $5 essentially for the rest of the season. And there's a lot of great hoop ballers who provide a lot of content that you can read. Um, So if you like reading about basketball, fantasy basketball, DFS stuff, please uh, consider signing up for that. Again, that's a hoop ball membership. Use my name for a $3 discount. And, um, be back on tomorrow oh uh i'm at twitter ball with neil b-a-l-l-w-i-t-h-n-e-i-l our presenting sponsor is the wine Isles kona coffee and um talk to you this has been a hoop ball presentation everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.